Welcome back to another episode of C-Suite Tea, where you get advice from the C-Suite on how to exceed professionally and avoid pitfalls. I'm Kristen. And I'm Sharon. Welcome back. Yes, thank you. third episode? Yes, it is. And uh, I love the topics that we've covered so far. And I think we have a really good one today. Mm-hmm, and it, it's like we say, ripped from the headlines, mm-hmm. right? It's what we are going through right now in our organization. Uh, a lot of hiring uh, mm-hmm. at our organization right now. And so we thought we would share with you from the C-suite, from a CEO's and the COO's perspective, as to uh, what the top pitfalls are of job interviews mm-hmm. And how to avoid them. Yeah. I mean, like you said, we're going through this right now. We have multiple positions open and we are getting ready to do some interviews ourselves. So I think yeah. it's perfect timing. We've done a lot of interviews and it um, it never ceases to amaze us sometimes how people can really come prepared and wow you or how they can completely just fall flat. Fall flat. <laughs> you know? And mm-hmm. I think there's nothing worse um, than when you leave an interview and you know you could have done better. Oh, yeah. Right. Especially you when like, you know you should have been asking questions or you should have done some research about the company and the yeah. organization. And you didn't leave with your best foot forward right. or you didn't really convey what you wanted to. And so hopefully what we share with you today will help you prepare for your next um, interview uh, and make sure that it's the right fit. So um, a couple of things we wanted to start by saying is there, you know, we, the reason why we're doing this topic is because we're going through it. I think a lot of people are going through it. Um, Sharon, I was looking at some statistics recently. Did you know that the average person spends 90,000 hours of their life at mm. work? Makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like that's an, a week yeah. for us. That's crazy. Yeah. That's, that's very I mean, if you amount. think about it, you know, when you're looking at where you want to work, it's really, really important that the interview is for you too. Absolutely. It is not just for the employer. You need to make sure that you are interviewing the company. Absolutely. And you want to make sure you're a good fit for both perspectives. You want you want it to be a good fit for yourself and make sure that it aligns with everything that you succeed in and want to succeed in, and and especially for the employer as well. I think you're right because, you know, we, we take a lot of time during this interview process, and I feel like we go above and beyond to try to be really transparent yes. with what the organization expectations are, with what the culture is, with, you know, um, how, you know, the good, the bad, and the ugly. Yeah. You know? I think we are brutally honest every time and it's a good thing. And you yet don't want it's any still, surprises. and yet it's still, it surprises me, you know, every now and then six months in or a year in less than a year, somebody, you know, we have people that come and say, it's just not the right fit. Mm-hmm. It's not what I expected. Or I, you know, I found something else and you're like, you know, how can you do a better job of communicating to the employee and communicating to the, your prospective employer? Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that, you know, a lot of people try to twist themselves in to fit into what they hope the interviewer wants right. at the time, right. because you want a position and you, and you avoid a lot of things that, you know, are maybe red flags or things that mm-hmm. you probably really don't want to do, but you think, Oh, once I get there, it'll be fine. Yeah. Or, and you really shouldn't do that. I mean, I think you should really interview the company and re- and look for, you know, um, what you what is important to you. In fact, um, one of the advice categories I was looking at on LinkedIn said that you should make a list of things that you've learned are absolutely wrong for you, 
Wow. Before your before your interview. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, and then think about it. And and hopefully if you've made that list and you think about it, your antenna goes up. Yes. When you start to hear things. And don't ignore right. that. Right. Because what's right for you might be completely fine for somebody else. Right. Um, depending on your if you want to work remotely or what your hours are, flexibility or you know, privacy, if you mm-hmm. want to work in a private office or in a communal type space. Mm-hmm. All of those things matter. Yeah. Because you're making an investment. Right. In yourself. You and know? the company's making an investment in you. And yeah. it's really disappointing because it's not easy. It, it costs a lot of time and resources to go through the interview Onboarding process and to and onboard and the train. Oh, yeah. So, you know, we try to do it. So, uh, you know, I would ask people, please make sure, like, give it some real thought mm-hmm. um, for yourself and for the company, because it's, you know, it's, it's difficult on the entire company culture too, when people decide, you know, halfway in or whatever, that right. never mind, I'm going to go jump, do something else. Um, so, about that. It's not just, you know, it's not just a, an hour problem, right? Right, right? So I was looking at um, 50.5 million people quit their jobs in 2022. That makes perfect sense. I to mean, me. the great resignation you. was supposedly 2021. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, that was, you know, it beat out 47.8 million in 2021. Even more people quit yeah. in 2022. Yeah. And I wonder if it has a lot to do with not being fully vested in yourself and what you want to see as an employee of a company. You, you know, you, like you said earlier, you're going on these interviews, you're asking your, your antenna is not completely up or, you know, you're, you're here, you're in a company and you're realizing slowly that maybe it's not the right fit for what you want it to be. I think communication is huge, huge. And we talk about that all the time, whether it's, you know, vice versa. I think if you're not feeling like you're not, getting everything you want out of that position and what was told to you in the interview process, you need to communicate that, especially to your higher ups. Yeah, you do. And I think you need to go in again with eyes wide open because um, the other statistic I was going to share with you is this I find shocking, but it says 80% of working professionals are dissatisfied with their job. Hmm. 80%. That's crazy. I know. I think that's sad. Again, going back to the first stat where people spend 90,000 hours yeah. at work in their life. It's a, you spend more time at work than some oh, people yeah. do with their families, Absolutely. you know? And if you're dissatisfied with your job, what kind of life is that? I mean, right. we talk about, you know, work-life balance and mm-hmm. being happy and, and all, you know, you're never going to be a hundred percent happy at work just because it's work. I mean, yeah. that's the definition of it. Yeah. But I re- I really think that, you know, if we can help people find, you know, during the interview process, make sure that you were listening to what's being said to you. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, we're always, we actually post the salary range before people even apply for the job yeah. because and, we're a nonprofit. Right. Right. And it's funny as you know, we go through the process, you still get people who are like, oh, I'll, I'll negotiate that. Yeah. Eh. And then, or, and then they think they're going to renegotiate it mm-hmm. six months in. Oh yeah. For the job that they've already done. And you're like, no, no. that's, that's the range. Right. Again. Uh, so I really, uh, hopefully, so we've got some tips for you, mm-hmm. okay? And uh, let's see, I've got, um, first of all, I've got some interesting questions. So when you, I, I thought you would really find this interesting based on some feedback that you recently got okay. at a professional event. So you should always prepare for the usual questions, mm-hmm. right? Oh, yes, yeah. The usual questions being, tell me about yourself. Yes, common question it is number one question and yet you were at an event recently and you said somebody complained complained. like a student and they and a couple of them they were talking about you know do you want to know what books i'm reading or do you want to know what my professional experience is you know and that's your time that's your time to tell the employer potential employer 
what you're all about. Whether you want to talk about what books you're reading or, you know, your professional experience, it shows you the type of person you are. Right. And so you were at the event and the student was like, I don't, I really hate it when people say, tell me about yourself. And you're like, well, you need to get over that because <laughs> that's the number one thing. Absolutely. And you need to practice that. Mm-hmm. Like if, if, if you had an elevator, we call it the elevator pitch. If yeah. you were in an elevator with somebody and you had two floors to and you really, yourself. to sell mm-hmm. yourself, what would you say? So tell me about yourself. You just be prepared to answer that, um, whether you're asked it or not. And why do you want to work here? Right. Right. Because again, the interviewer hopefully is making sure that it's the right fit for them and you. Absolutely. Because if you're successful, they're successful. Mm -hmm. Exactly. And that's why do you want to work here? And you get the, the, you know, non-answer answer. answer. The the deer in headlights. (laughs) Stare. You obviously didn't do any research in our company or, you know, those kinds of things. That makes it. It shows you. I mean, be prepared to answer that. And you just said one, Sharon, which I thought was interesting, which I heard, I can't remember where I heard it a long time ago, but I, I love asking it. It's, it's the best way to find out really kind of how much the person does want to work there. Um, and you ask them, what did you do to prepare for this job interview? Yeah. yeah. And right then, and that question, you, you can tell mm-hmm. if they put any effort yeah. into finding out why they want to work there. It's funny, you know, like <laughs> yeah. we've had that in our past experiences where we had people, you know, literally say, Oh, I'll look it over during the weekend. And then we had like a follow up following couple of days, which that was amazing. That was amazing. And literally did nothing. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, that tells you the answer. I right mean, if there. you show up to a job interview and you've done zero legwork mm-hmm. in preparation and you don't know anything about the company or their strategic plan, or you haven't like looked at their employees on LinkedIn. And I mean, there's so many tools and resources out now mm-hmm. that weren't available, you know, 10 right, years ago. Exactly. Certainly you don't have to go in blind anymore. You, you can really look. Especially a lot of companies are, whether it's a tool selling company or a marketing company, they, they all have social media. Right. You know, you could just look them up on social media and see what kind of yeah. posts they're making and things like that. It's you definitely incredible. should. And you, and you can find out a lot about a corporation from their LinkedIn. Mm-hmm. If they're involved in, you know, a philanthrop- philanthropic, you right. know, give back programs, how, how involved they are in the community or sometimes they might make comments on political right. views and right. you can be like, Whoa, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I've done that before. Like I look at people and I'm like, Whoa, that's uh, brave Bold. to put, yeah. Um, so you know, just be prepared for some of you know for some of those basic interview questions, yeah. and then right then that takes a huge load off of you because you're once you at least can answer the general questions, you're you can be more relaxed in case you get thrown a curveball. Right, exactly. And one of the things that I did, I was researching some things, and one of the things that they said on flexjobs.com is to have these top 10 questions to be able to ask the potential employer. Okay, let's hear them. So one of it is, why is this position available? So that'll tell you if the person was previously promoted or if they left or how, you know, they won't go into too much detail, but it'll give you an idea. Um, When was the last time someone in this position was promoted? So it'll tell you about growth within the company. Um, Follow up that with asking why the person was promoted. So it shows you what their investments are. Mm -hmm. Um, What are some challenges I would face in this job? That's, I think, a good Mm -hmm. common question. Uh, We've gotten that before. Uh, You know, one of the things that I we've heard in the past is uh, tell me about a day in a life. I hear that a lot. You know, of this organization, we are constantly changing. So you can't really give a detailed day. But it's a good question. But it's a really good question. 
um, what would be considered a great day doing this job and what would be considered a challenging day? Mm. I think that's a little detailed, but that's okay. Um, how are criticism and feedback handled within my team? I love that question. Right? I thought that was amazing. Because you and I oftentimes ask that to people, how do you handle constructive criticism? Mm -hmm. how, how does that, you know, because some people will tell you, uh, you know, it's most people will tell you in an interview, oh, I'm great with it. Yeah, <laughs> I know? handle it great. It's I'd wonderful. rather it, you yeah. know, and then but it comes so, down and then. Well, and, and by the way, everyone has a chance, I think, Constructive criticism, e criticism of any kind, even when it's constructive, can be it's difficult for mm -hmm. anyone. But um, but as long as it's done in the right spirit and you can learn from it, right. that's terrific. I love that question. Um, another one is, what is the main reason employees stay or leave at this company? Mm. I thought that was good. Um, it just gives you some intake and, and gives you courage to ask that question, mm. you know, to give you an insight of what the employee's um, mm -hmm. retention is, you know. Yeah. Um, how does this company approach work-life balance and what are some recent initiatives put into place since the pandemic began? Which I think the yeah. world changed, yeah. you know? So I think a lot of organizations did a lot of shifting and a lot of um, balancing. Yeah, you, you have to take these questions as to what's important to you too. And I, I would be a little bit cautious to go in talking so much about immediate promotions and work-life balance. I'm right. kind of like you're immediately trying to move up and out. Well, I think what <laughs> I this know. article is saying is, you know, this is giving you an idea of what, yes. what the organization's That's true. path is, right? Mm -hmm. um, do you have any employee resource groups? If so, how do they support the company's diversity, equity, and inclusion initiatives? Mm -hmm. I thought that was good because it gives you, again, more mm -hmm. intel. And then how are the salary levels or ranges determined for remote workers versus employees who work in office or versus hybrid schedules? Again, talking about salary, yeah, you want to make that clear, yep. you know, I as an employer and, you know, you, you really do need to have mm -hmm. that on first and foremost. Yeah. I think a lot of companies are moving away from just the, the either or. So again, like you said, everything's in flex right now right. as far as hybrid. So, but if it's something you're concerned about, you should ask it. Yeah, exactly. And then this was my final. Do you have any hesitancy about hiring me? I love that. So I uh, that was really, I bad. have a friend um, who just recently got a terrific job. And he, he is the one that told me he always asks that at the end of his interview, yeah. when they say, after he's asked his general questions about the organization, you know, they say, is there anything else? And he always says, you know, um, was, is there anything that creates hesitance mm -hmm. for you that uh, would not place me in this position? Is there, is there anything you're left wondering about? And I think that's a great way to end the interview because it opens up, it's brave. Yes. It opens up the dialogue um, for people to be honest if they want to be, and um, and it gives you a chance to correct any kind of you know misconceptions that might have happened during mm -hmm. the interview process. Yeah, absolutely. It gives you the time to explain yourself a little further. Um, as an employer, I don't know. I I, I feel like that's a very uh, open ended you know question. Yeah. You know, you want to be able to say, um, you know. Yeah. We have other interviews. We're still doing whatever. Yeah. But at the same time, you want to be honest. You can. Say, I think I think it's honestly, if you feel it, I think it's great because if it's, you know, maybe it's, well, I, we're just a little bit concerned about your lack of experience or the fact that, you know, you can say something and then it gives the candidate the opportunity to say, I can understand that. Mm -hmm. um, I do, feel, you know, I do, you know, I'm very excited about the position and kind of show that initiative. Yeah. 
or not. And then, you know, as an employer, like, never mind. Never mind. Exactly. (laughs) One of the things I just heard recently on a radio is to be kind to anybody who you're approaching at an interview. Yes. Because you don't know who's going to be behind the desk, whether it's the hiring manager or the receptionist, or it could be the person who's interviewing you. So your approach, as soon as you walk in, tells the story right away. Yeah. I've heard that a lot, especially with major corporations. Mm -hmm that um, sometimes the CEO will be the person that picks you up at the airport yeah, to kind of see that like under, or the HR person, right. you know, is the person that pretends to be like the driver. Right. And um, so you never know, but honestly, you should do that anyway. Yes. But, uh, you know, we used to call it running for mayor. You run for mayor every time you walk in an office, yeah. not just on an interview, but I think anytime if you're in sales or oh, anything, yeah. you know, like that, you should be kind to everyone. Because you never know who has the CEO's ear, mm-hmm. you know, who that person trusts, yep. um, who they're going to ask. And it's really interesting. Um, one of the people you and I always refer to is uh, Patrick Linconi, who is the author of Five Dysfunctions mm-hmm. of a Team. And um, he talks about that a lot in the book that you and I read called yeah. The Ideal Team Player. Yes. And um, it's so he and so they would have all these candidates came in and then they went to the receptionist because they waited a while mm-hmm. in the, you know, in the waiting area. And they said, did, did any of these candidates strike you? We're having kind of a challenge Did did any of them. And she's like, oh, well, this person was really nice or this person didn't speak to me or, you yeah. know, you never know who's going to provide that feedback yeah, for you. Absolutely. Impression is everything. The moment you walk in the building or you are there, you are on the interview. Yeah, exactly. I think that's really great. Um, speaking of Patrick Linconi, um, and he's also got just, you know, he's got a, a podcast called at the table. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. And so you can listen, you can either read his books or, um, you know, listen to his podcast at the table, but his book called the ideal team player is something that you and I utilize all the time mm-hmm. when we are doing interviews. And they basically, the whole book is about restructuring a corporation and how they wanted to bring in the right people. Um, and they've narrowed down the traits of the people they wanted to bring in to three, hungry, humble, and smart. Mm-hmm. And by smart, they don't mean just intelligence, but they mean people smarts, yes. right? Because if you have someone that is any that is lacking any one of those things, it can really throw off your culture. So you can be hungry and awesome, but if you have an ego, mm-hmm. you know, and you rub everybody the wrong way, then you're going to completely disrupt the culture. Or you know, if you're if you're humble and you're really sweet, but you just don't have that you're ambition that, or drive, yeah, exactly. you know what I mean? Right. Then you're not going to necessarily be the highest producing. And if you're you know hungry and humble, but you oftentimes say things that you think are funny or that are offensive or that you just don't, you don't read body language. You can't read the room. Um, You really need all three of those traits. And so you and I were just giving a little bit of inside tea here. Mm -hmm. Um, We craft a lot of our questions around trying to find out if the candidates are hungry, humble and and smart. Um, And it's still hard to do in a 20 minute interview process. um, But some of the things and, and a couple of the curveball questions I was reading in this article, which was called get hired. It was on LinkedIn mm-hmm. and it's by Maria Flores. And I thought it was interesting. I hate these curveball questions, yeah. but some people will, but you should be prepared for them. A couple of them in a, to your point, what's the last book you read? Right. Right. I don't know. I, f- I feel like that's kind of an unfair question only because some people like don't just, like to read. Yeah. Or they read 
you know, like my last book was something that my daughters told me to read, which right. is, you know, something like a <laughs> little personal. It's type like the thing. bachelor yeah. meets Bridgerton, you know? <laughs> so not something I wouldn't necessarily want to share in a job interview, yeah. but, um, you, you read for pleasure, not necessarily right. always, you know, le- you know, uh, professional development. Um, another one was, you know, if you were a superhero, what, what, what superpower would your power be? be? Mm. Eh. It's annoying. It is annoying. Uh, but at the same time, if you've thought about some of those things, you know, you can answer easier. Mm-hmm. Um, and and one of the tips was, if you haven't thought about it, don't be afraid to he- say, gosh, let me think about that right. for a minute. Let me take a I minute. haven't thought about yeah. that. Yeah. So let me think about it and take a second yeah. and gather your thoughts and stay calm. That's so interesting. Right? Mm-hmm. And don't, don't feel like you have to answer something right away. Um, one other tip that I have, and it's something that I have learned from experience um, in interviews, but also it makes me crazy now and people don't do it, is you should take notes. Yes. Bring in a notebook mm-hmm. and, a, and a pen and write down some of the things, you know, if, if something pops into your head and you ask a question, write it down mm-hmm. um, so that you don't forget right. to circle back and ask it. Or um, I was in an interview one time and it was the worst experience. I tell the story all the time. I was young. It was my first interview out of college and it was what I thought was the dream job. Uh, it was, I, I had, I wanted to work for the Fiesta Bowl, mm-hmm. which was in Arizona. And I used to volunteer for them when we would drive the cars for the athletes. And I was so excited. And they had an interview for their communications manager. And I got the interview and I was so excited and I went in and, and they said, you know, after this long interview, they said, you will name three traits that describe you. And I, I said, you know, I'm dependable. I'm, uh, I'm, I can't remember what the, I, I'm ambitious I, and I'm focused. Mm. And they were like, okay, now go back and tell me why you're wow. all of those things. Mm-hmm. And I wish I would have written down what, you what said. I had said, because <laughs> I did this whole long explanation of why I'm dependable and why I'm driven. And then I said, I'm sorry, I forgot what the third thing I said I was. And they were like, focused. I'm like, mm, mm-hmm. <laughs> thank you for your time. Thank you for your time. <laughs> Oh you know? my gosh. Yeah. Now the moral of that story is, by the way, I did not get the job. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, I ended up getting a job with the Arizona office of tourism. Uh, and it was amazing. And in five years I had worked my way up to right. the director of the division and the woman who got the job, who was by the way, amazing, uh, was interviewing to work for me at the Arizona office of oh tourism. My gosh. And she was too overqualified for the position I had, unfortunately, but she said, you know, I do the same thing every single year. It's the same event. And right. I want to do something different. And it was a real poignant moment for me to realize right. that job that I thought was my dream job. It's not always the right job for you. Right. Right. Exactly. It's not always the right fit. And if something happens like that, just know that there's a bigger purpose for you out there. <laughs> um, or, you know, everything kind of happens for a reason. But uh, just, you know, in addition to bringing a notebook, mm-hmm. uh, there's a great article in Indeed. Indeed.com has a career guide. Yes. And they put a list of other things to avoid. Okay. In job interviews. All right. Okay, you ready? I'm ready. See if you agree. Arriving too late or too early. Yes, both. Yes. <laughs> you don't want to be late. Right. But if you're too early, that's also annoying because Now you're people, feeling rushed. Or they're doing multiple interviews that day mm-hmm. and then you're seeing people come and go. Yeah, other and candidates. Other yeah. candidates and it makes everyone awkward. Um, of course- inappropriate attire. Oh, 100%. How many times have we seen that? Mm. Why? I just don't get it. 
why would you wear that to a job yeah. interview? Yes. And, you know, not that you have to always be in a suit. Right. Or tied, depending on the corporation. But just, just you know, think about the way you look. Everything communicates. Absolutely. Um, using your cell phone. Yes. I think that's less taboo today mm -hmm. um, because, you know, like I take notes on my cell. As yeah, long as you true. explain it yeah. and you say, just so you Do know, you I'm mind? taking notes. Yes. Do you yeah. mind? Yes. Um, I just wanted to refer to yes. something I that was important. That yeah. So I think that's less taboo, but um, not doing your company research, which we talked about, losing your focus. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Case focus. in point. Mm -hmm. um, unsure of your own resume facts. Yes. No. Know your resume. Know your resume. And if not, then we're going to assume back to episode one right. that you're lying. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you're embellishing. Yes. Uh, talking too much. Mm. You can you can over explain, yeah, I think. I think so, but I, I like that. Yeah. This is a good one. We've had this before. Uh, speaking poorly of previous employers. Yes. No, 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 no. It blows. Do you, Do you want to tell the story of that one person that came in and was like, just ranting on every person that they worked for in the past and how, what tyrants they were oh, yeah. and how they didn't do anything. And she's like, this one person came to my office and I was like, I don't work for you. Don't tell me yes. what to do. And I yes. was like, I don't know what's happening right now in this interview, but I'm, I'm scared to approach yeah. you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, exactly. Um, so just, you know, if someone, if, if you did have a bad experience, you don't need to air that dirty laundry no, in an interview. No, not at all. And I think, you know, it's important as, again, you're selling yourself, so you want to represent yourself in a good manner. Yes. You and know? no employer wants to bring somebody onto the company that they think after you will be bashing you right. to their next employer. And and negativity is not a good. Never good. Never it's not good a good quality. Um, also not preparing for common questions, which we just helped you with today. So there's no excuse for that right. anymore. Right. Uh, focusing too much on yourself, uh, having no questions to ask again, mm -hmm. you fixed that problem. So right. don't go in there with no questions, asking overly personal questions, um, body language, poor body language. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Sit up. Also, please don't roll your eyes. <laughs> right. Remember that? Yes. <laughs> I mean, oh. rolling your eyes and sighing or not making eye contact right, right. with the the employer is so crazy. And uh, this is a this is an old school one, but it it's something that we always uh, take notice of. Mm. Not following up. Yes, one hundred percent. We take notice of that. You literally wait for it if it was that good. Yeah, you know. I think you know. It's again, it's a little bit old school. So these days it's not as expected as it used sure. to be. But if you do follow up on the flip side, it's immediately sets you apart from the crowd. It's oh, immediately yeah. noticeable. Yeah. And, and you think, and wow, thank you. You're taking the time. To, thank you so to, much. Whether, you, whether you're going to get the position or not, mm -hmm. it, you know, it just leaves such a good look for you to say, thank you so much for the time that you took. Absolutely. Absolutely. And then, like you said, it makes you stand out amongst the other yeah. candidates, you know? I mean, we've had people that knew at the end of the interview that it wasn't a good fit, right? which but, is fine. Yep. You know, thank you. It's a really appreciate it. Great. And just still, I just want to thank you for your time. I appreciate the time. And, yeah. you know, because guess what? There might be another, you never know who's going to call us next. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Somebody else looking for a position and, and we go, oh, we have a great candidate for you. Yeah, we've done that before. Not the right fit here, but super impressive. Yeah, absolutely. So you never know who that person knows. Yeah. Just a little note. 
Just a little. A little email. Little you quick. have it because you sent in your resume. Right. And then, I'd, and then I would expand on that and don't aggressively follow up. You know, like don't keep following up because well, that's, that's true. really annoying too. <laughs> <laughs> that's like, let's not stalk. Right. Yes. Follow up. Don't get aggressive. I love that. Um, so I think in, in closing, you know, hopefully we've given you some good questions of things to prepare for, mm -hmm. tips mm -hmm. to avoid. Um, I think, you know, again, a good list of it, having things that you don't, you definitely aren't looking for, but also maybe before you go into an interview, have a list of things that you definitely want to get across. Right. Write a list of, you know, I really, at this interview, I want to let them know that I'm, you know, reliable, that I'm flexible, that I'm, you know, uh, trustworthy, mm -hmm. that I care about communication, whatever the things are that you want to get across, if you can make a note of that in yeah. advance and then make sure at the that'll end, keep you focused. Yeah. It'll keep you focused. <laughs> what a concept. Listen, um, there's always going to be those good interviews and those bad interviews. Mm -hmm. And, um, the more you practice, the better you get at it. Yeah, certainly. So, you know, also never be afraid to go on an informational interview right, with right. a company that you want, even if there's not a position available, ask for an informational interview. Can I just come in and just learn more about the organization? We've done those plenty too, and they've actually worked out really well. Yeah. And I think, you know, the last thing I'll leave you with is, you know, take into account why the organization is asking that. Mm -hmm. um, we're asking you these questions for a reason. Um, so, if you think like, oh, I don't, why is it the, the curveball or why are they asking me to explain myself? They're, we're trying to get to know you. We're looking for something specific. Mm -hmm. We want to make sure it's the right fit for us and you. So, you know, if you, if you approach it, like you said, positively mm -hmm. and in a way that, you know, there's, I'm sure there's a reason I may not understand it, but there's a reason they're asking me these specific questions. Right. And if you answer it honestly, yeah, then, you know, hopefully you get your dream job. Yeah, exactly. Yes. You nail it. So uh, thank you for tuning in to uh, C-Sweet Tea. And please make sure you follow us on C-Sweet Tea, which is on uh, Instagram. Instagram. Mm -hmm. And feel free to DM us if you have a topic you want us to cover, if you have a question, if you have an interview example that you want to share with us. I, I, I spilled a little tea of my worst interview. <laughs> um, and listen, if you have a story you want to share and, and maybe it came out with a great positive outcome just like mine. So feel free to send us your examples yeah. and uh, we can share them on the air. So leave us a review and keep tuning in.